Hello and welcome to another episode of the Grace Unbound podcast. Today's podcast is entitled In the Likeness of Christ, an opportunity to be like and honor Christ. It will focus on a particular and specific area of the Christian life, one that reflects and demonstrates our commitment to discipleship. The Christian life and calling is one of service to others and not just passively being served by others. On one occasion when his disciples were bickering amongst themselves as to who is the greatest, the Lord Jesus had to sit them down and teach them a lesson on service and on servanthood. And in concluding that lesson in Matthew chapter 20, verses 27 and 28, the Lord Jesus says, But whoever would be great among you must be your servant, even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. You see, Jesus did not just make a statement in concluding his lesson by telling his disciples that whoever would be great among them, whoever would desire to be the greatest among them, must be their servant. But he actually gave himself as the ultimate example of service. The Lord, in fact, identified his mission with service to others. In his case, his primary mission or its culmination was that of giving his life as a ransom for many. This was his service to others. It was not exclusively this, but this was the climax and destination all his service led to and the path he was calling his disciples to follow him in as well. In offering his life as a ransom for many, the Lord set himself up as the ultimate example of service to others, which he also now clearly desired his disciples to follow after. A Christianity without service to others is not a Christ, but a self-centered Christianity. It would be no exaggeration to state that Christ actually came to deliver us from our self-centeredness. And as his disciples, it's a Christ-centered life he calls us to live. It is him we are called to unashamedly prioritize and choose before and over everything else. This is the actual ABC of discipleship. It's the starting point Discipleship is literally non-existent and doesn't go far without this foundational precondition being fulfilled, which Jesus stated in Mark chapter 8. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's will save it. Jesus called both the wider crowd and his own disciples to make this matter of following him clear once and for all. These were his universal requirements for anyone who would come after him. There was to be no exceptions. This was for everyone. There was no rule or standard for one group and another for another group. All fell under the same one and only umbrella. Coming after Jesus involved a self-denial, a cross, 
and a commitment to follow the person of Jesus Christ himself. These were and still are the basics of discipleship. If you would preserve your life, Jesus went on, you would surrender it to him. The surrendered, that is the life you give away to and for Christ, is the maximized life. This is the way to maximize your life, to realize your full potential in life. It is to totally surrender it to Christ and nothing less. Very often we think otherwise and opposite to this. Our minds are still in that place where we need to be renewed by the truth of Christ, failing which we languish in the department of life, seeking to maximize life through our own means and in our own way, holding it onto it, almost like dear life. Our unrenewed minds and unchristian culture we are routinely immersed in literally bulldoze us into thinking and looking out for self first and foremost and almost all the time. When the Lord calls us to surrender our lives to him. If anyone, said the Lord, would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. On the flip side, the Apostle Paul concludes his famous passage on the resurrection in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 with a strong exhortation and encouragement to abound in the service of the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. As a result of the concrete hope we have in the resurrection of the dead, for which he had clearly laid out the facts and his arguments, the Apostle Paul now turns to our response and responsibility and how we are to live with such a hope in Christ. Here is his call to remain steadfast, immovable, but always fully engaged in the work and service of the Lord, in the knowledge that that labor is not a waste. He calls us to labor, to serve others. But not only that, the call to be uninhibited in God's work is linked and associated with being steadfast and immovable in the faith. They are all interlinked and interdependent. Dedication in the service of the Lord feeds into and plays a huge part in our steadfastness in the faith. It is both an expression of and its driver. So we need to view it as such and immerse ourselves in the service to the saints and to God's household. Totally confident in its eternal, enduring value. One of the key issues is that our mindsets are fixated on and preoccupied with temporal and material gain only. This very often does not leave much space in our lives for that which really matters and that which has enduring value, the service to the Lord and to his household. It's time to rethink and renew our minds with the truth of scripture and live lives aligned with the truth. Service is one of the main areas where we learn to practically grow in Christ-likeness and honor him in it too, as well as 
racking up our rewards in heaven. So don't hesitate or delay when it comes to the service of the Lord. But dive in and stay in. God bless you.